Let's spell a song so you can sing along with my special guest star too. For two, you like to sing and dance, and this podcast by chance explores musicals for you. everyone, welcome back to another episode of Life's But a Song, a podcast that likes to live in the land of musicals. I'm your host, John, and with me today is basically my co-host of this podcast. It's Jason <laughs> Kirk. Well, one of many co-hosts of many. that I one have. One of many, yes, yeah. Yes. Jason, how are you today? I'm very well. How are you? It's a, it's a, it, I, I'm, I'm, I love that I'm seeing you. We work right next, next door, door to, each, to other. each other. Yeah. Actually, to tell you the truth, we work in the same building. I can get to your theater from my theater without leaving, without going outside, and I never see you. I know because we're we're so busy. We're very we're t- busy. We're we're, we're busy. booked and blessed, everyone. Well, amen and hallelujah. But uh, I have no segue really to today's topic, <laughs> other than to say though that after Annie. Yes, I was traumatized. You were traumatized. And yeah. then I was like, okay, let me be nice to you. We'll do hello again. Yeah. And then I think it was after it was then you dream. were like, I want to do these, this, I want to do today's topic. And then you gave me a list of other ones. And I was like, okay. Well, Which I forgot about till today. And you reminded me of a few. <laughs> I forgot about all of them. So be on the lookout for Jason Kerr in the future episodes. <laughs> but today we're here to talk about Pontiful Pock. Where are you? Where the heck are you? Otherwise known as Pontiful Pock and his magic piano. Yes. But yeah. I think Pontiful Pock, Where Are You, is the original title, yes. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Correct. It's a 1980s TV movie. Yeah. It was like a short. It's a short. Actually, I, don't, I didn't look and see why it exists. Actually, I'm going to quickly. Um... Okay, so I'll do the background while you do, while you Google. While Google, yeah, you do yeah. that. Okay. So, screenplay is by Dr. Seuss, which, fun fact, this is an original story. It's not yeah. based off of anything yeah. of his. I mean, uh, obviously, it's style. It's his style of drawing, but it's not a book or any or any other property before this. Uh, music and lyrics by Joe Raposo. I hope I'm saying his last name right, but we know. Right. We know my track record with names. <laughs> it's directed by Gerard Baldwin, who I don't think has any relations to the Baldwin family. Ooh. <laughs> not, don't, don't put that on his name right now. I, 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 <laughs> and according to IMDb, a young man wishes he could get away and wish, and his wish is granted in a globe-trotting, song-singing way. Oh, it rhymes. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. I just realized that. I mean, <laughs> a way, way, like it's not really that much of a difference, but it's it rhymes. <laughs> like many Dr. Seuss properties, or basically all Dr. Seuss properties, the whole thing is rhyming. Is it is that rhyming scheme. I loved it. Th- that's the thing I love most about it. Um, I mean, you, I don't know if anyone... You know, I, I I did a national tour of How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Uh, did you? But but now everyone else knows. Now, now everyone else knows. Thank you. I, I, I knew you knew that. It reminded me of the additional script that they added to to, to that show. It, it just felt very Doctor Seussy. The, the 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 dialogue in in this in this uh, special. My first question that I have is, who is this movie for? Because. <laughs> It, it, it's interesting because you see, for it, it is kind of definitely geared towards kids. Mm-hmm. Um, is it though? Like, is it for like the older kids, the tweens? Why are you saying that? What 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 are you what are you thinking? Because I feel like with this one, well, okay, a first time watching it ever and ever for me, okay. yes. Yeah. B, it's a wild and crazy ride. So truly. Sure. I mean, you watched you watched it as a kid. I'm assuming I did. I watched it as a kid, and I was obsessed with it. It was actually really strange to watch because I I remember I remember almost all the lyrics of the songs. Wow. Yeah, it's it's weird because I hadn't thought about them in a while. So it's a 30 minute program that yeah, has right. nine songs in it, which mm-hmm. I feel like is pretty. Stand- I mean, okay, so 
a standard Riverdale hour-long episode, uh, a musical episode, has nine, except for the next one. There are multiple Riverdale musical episodes? There are four out of the... Well, there's four or five, five, depending on which... There's one if you want to count it or not. But, I don't watch that show. Just so that's why I'm asking. So the last one that they did that I just talked about, I know you are you're booked and blessed and busy, but you probably haven't listened to it. I haven't had ch- I haven't had a chance, but I will get to it. So the, they they did next to normal, and that one has 16 songs in it. But from next to normal from from the stage version, yeah. Wow. But the other but the other ones. So they did Carrie, they did Heather's, and they did. Uh, they didn't so next to normal and um what is that Hedwig and the Angry Inch they don't do the show but they okay. utilize the they put the songs into the story they make it a jukebox episode basically oh interesting so but the uh Heather's Carrie and Hedwig ones have nine songs in them each i mean it kind of felt overpowering in this one but at the same time it just felt like it was all song and little it felt like an operetta if you will where it was mostly song very little dialogue and i was okay with that i'm here for it i love an operetta we love an operetta i truly do i love it and then there was some themes that they did where i was reading on the wikipedia page it talked about how it's kind of a com it's a satirical critique of capitalist structures that's a quote from wikipedia okay i didn't see that in it <laughs> to be totally honest <laughs> i feel like the story itself was more like a tween story rather than a children's story because okay. you know you're still finding yourself in a way it felt a little so- pippiny how's that okay is that okay is that so that, that's, that's how you feel about Pondiful park I feel like Pineapple Park is trying to find himself or find like his purpose. Purpose. I knew as soon as I said that you're gonna sing that song. Yeah. Yes. Jason, I don't want to. <laughs> I'm gonna have to squash you from singing that because I don't want to pay rights. No rights. Uh, <laughs> okay, you got, it. you got it. That's it. That's it. One one phrase. That's it. You you get a line. I may cut. <laughs> I may cut <laughs> some more of it out. But yeah, I f- it just feels like. I don't know. Everyone hates Pontiful Pock because he's a screw up. Is that the idea? I don't know if he's a screw. Maybe he is. He is because he fucks up the the pickle factory. But uh, there's some hole. There are a lot of holes in that in the story and, and in the resolution. There is what? <laughs> like like. Why a pickle factory? Why is he doing this? Is he is he an orphan? Because that he has that ramshackled house that that he has that has been given. It also feels very dark as a story, as a story, and even like how it's rendered. But Doctor uh, Seuss. But the thing about Doctor Seuss, and don't forget, Doctor Seuss isn't as light as people think he is. Remember, remember, he started as a as a political commentary person. Thus, uh, this is a, com- a capitalist commentary then. That's that's actually probably very true. Um, I mean, all it's, it's all over his stories too. Um, you know, even, yeah, it, it's all, it's all throughout his, 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 uh, his work, um, his former life as a political satirist. <laughs> I'm just looking up. I actually never knew his real name. Do you know Theodore Geisel. Seuss t- apparently is his middle name. Can I tell you something about myself? Yeah. I'm I am from Springfield, Massachusetts. Okay. Which is the hometown of or I think is where he settled of Dr. Seuss. That's where he was born. Okay, well there you go. So uh actually in, in Pontiful Park, they say Springfield, Massachusetts. And in one of like oh Pontiful Park uh... is in spotted in Springfield, Massachusetts. And I, I think as a kid, I felt some sort of kinship to that. And I, at the time, as a kid, I didn't know that, that Dr. Seuss was from Springfield. Um, so I have always felt a kinship towards Dr. Seuss because we share the same hometown. That's so sweet. It is. It is. But yeah, I mean, in because if we're going that this is like for a younger demographic, yeah, it feels darker 
for his other younger demographics subjects. So like, but I don't think that, that that's 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 out of character for him because other his other stories are dark too. I mean, the I guess because I have um, the Grinch. Well, speaking of the Grinch, I have that one like burned into my brain, and that one the Grinch about, is a dark is a dark tale. But it has such light and levity to it. This one, it's like dark through it. Like there is no yeah. real levity. Yeah. To yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, there kind of is where. <laughs> With like the polar bear. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love that they threw a little love story in there too. They had, they had, they had the, they had to. With uh, Nima FIFA or whatever. FIFA. Nima FIFA. Yeah. So do you feel like though, that this fits in with like the rest of the world that he built with his other stories? Yes, yes I do. Cause isn't, is it true that his, his, all of his works are in a world. Yeah. Or is that, or am I just thinking of Susical where they made it? No, I think, I think Susical works because they were able to, to, to connect the dots uh, with, with, with the world. Cause like he has a very specific style. Correct. Cause did he, he also drew it, right? If I remember, or he drew the books. Yeah. Well, there also were people who who came after, and because there's a, there's another set of Doctor Seuss books that Doctor Seuss had nothing to do with. Yeah, correct. It was uh, there was a I can't. I'm looking it up. Like, because he passed away in the mm, late nineties, the, the early or mid early nineties. Okay, ninety one. But then there were books that came out from 95 to 2019 yeah basically and those, and those were either um from it's almost like um so okay here's an yeah, here's an uh, example there's a there's a book called what pet should i get came out in 2015 mm-hmm. and according to wikipedia uh a story written sometime between 58 and 62 featuring the same brother and sister from one fish two fish book manuscript and illustrations were rediscovered by Audrey Giselle Geisel, sorry. That's his, that's his, uh, his wife. Uh, this Dr. Seuss book was later re-released in 2019 as a beginner book edition. So, yeah, they, um, they're they able to, I guess, uncover manuscripts because, you know, he, I, I guess he just wrote and wrote and wrote and, like, did doodles or designs or something. I'm a podcaster. I like to speculate. What can I say? <laughs> uh, but this, I'm I'm so happy that this is on YouTube. Yeah. To tell you the truth, I remember when I first brought it up to you, I said I've I've not been able to find it, but that's because I was calling it Pondiful Puck. Pondiful Puck. Yes, you didn't. You forgot the T. Pondiful Puck. Pondiful Puck, and it was all over the the YouTube's. So Joe Raposo is the composer of this. I don't. And also, wrote for Sesame Street. He wrote for Sesame Street. I yeah. don't know though if he actually wrote the lyrics or maybe if like he and Dr. Seuss collaborated on them. It may have been both because, like I said, um, it was How the Grinch Stole Christmas. It has the same Dr. Seuss feel, but those two composers wrote wrote all that. And same with the same with Seussical too. Linnea and, and Steve Flaherty wrote those. I'm looking at the list here and I don't know because okay so this came out in 80 so that means they probably started working on it in 78 78, 77 yeah yeah were the Sherman brothers still around at that point yeah the Sherman brothers were were they they're still one of them still alive it feels like because looking at the at the list when you see the name like the song list when you see the name optic coptic I feel like that's along the same lines of supercalifragilisticexpialidocious or what's that one from that we did in uh fuck what's the name of well, it um, um, bed knobs um, and broomsticks, bed broomsticks. yeah uh, locomotive motion substitutionary locomotion yeah well the sherman brothers have a different i wouldn't put them in put this in the same category as sherman brothers because the sherman brothers are more about nonsensical words optic poptic Coptic. Um, what, what is it? Optic Coptic. Optic Coptic is a play on the fact that she only uses her eyes to to speak. I, yeah, I think I think it's a little different than like Higgins Figgins, 
which has nothing to do with putting uh, items in bags. They just made up words. And uh, substitutionary locomotion, uh, supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, it has nothing to do with that. It's They're just words. They're, it's a different style. But like, okay, so the way that I was approaching this topic is like, before I even saw it, before I learned that who wrote the music for it, I just see the title Optocoptic and my brain was like, that seems like a Sherman Brothers song. I, I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I agree. And, and then you see pull on the pull on and you're like this. <laughs> Which question, did it seem oddly sexual or was that just me? <laughs> that song. I think, was just, I think it was just you and I think that you need to find whatever comfort you need within, within the, uh, whatever time to get rid of those thoughts. While watching it, you know, they have the whole song pull on the pull and you push on the push or whatever that lever is called. And I was like, it's called a pull and push Pontiful. Figure it out. Oh, mess. I know. I was very angry. <laughs> I was like, a little hate watching this. But <laughs> how did you feel about the pacing, though, of it? It was classical, like, setup, problem, and and then the story and execution. Also, also. It, it made sense. Um, I had issues with how they resolved the problem. You mean the deus ex machina? Is there a deus ex machina? Yeah. Because who is deus ex machina? Uh, her wish. Neve, so Neve, you think Neve, Neve, FIFA? Nifa FIFA is the deus ex machina? Oh, I guess you're right. Yeah, because you, you know why? You know why? Because a deus ex machina to me is set up in the very beginning, is makes a quick appearance, and then comes back and saves the day. So that to okay. me is a deus ex machina. Okay, this movie is 41 years old at this point. <laughs> but I'm going to put my spoiler jingle here. Ready? Okay. Go. Spoiler! Hey. <laughs> Spoiler. 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 In the beginning, Pontiful makes a wish for a better life, right? And then they bring the piano. They bring the magical piano, blah, blah, blah. Nifa Fifa later makes a wish after Pontiful fucks everything up. And the piano's broken. The piano's broken. And what's his name? Not Cornelius. McGillicuddy comes in and he's like, Nifa Fifa, you made a wish. Yeah. It's yeah. ta <laughs> And then <laughs> and then at the end they're all working at the pickle factory. And I'm just like, what the fuck did I watch? And I don't know what the what 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 type of worldview they're trying to impress on us at the end of that. It's very confusing. For right, because there's that mo- uh when they do my God. So the song, the t- the titular song, Pontiful Pock, Where the Heck Are You? When they do that, that is wild. It's a montage. Wild. It's a montage. It's montage, but like you have sort of jazzy with the fairies. The fairies, right? Yes. They're, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, the. See, I don't have to pay royalties for that because I didn't use lyrics and I may have fucked it up a little bit. No, it's bop it up, bump. And then, yeah. okay, you went too long with it. <laughs> oh, sorry. Was that more than 30 seconds? <laughs> it felt too long. Too okay. recognizable. And then it goes into that lyrical part with Nifa Fifa. And then it goes, it like switches back and forth. And I'm like, what am I, what is going on? I actually, that, that was very interesting. There was one, actually, I would love to go back and look. There was one point where I thought that she, when she came in, that they were in an unrelated key. That I, I, I can't check it. I have to check it myself because my, I don't have perfect pitch. But I suspect that they were, they were in unrelated keys. I, it just, it felt too jarring, though. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I get it, I get it. There's you know, montage and musicals or like, you know, there's uh, they mash up songs or whatever, but uh, this is this, this is, this is weird. <laughs> also, Nifa Fifa, you just met Pontiful Pock. He could be a garbage human being. And she's in love with him. 
and he's I'm, all, in, I, I'm always I'm always fascinated by star-crossed lovers because because that's a concept that I just don't understand or respect. <laughs> I meet someone. I'm a Taurus. I meet someone I'm deeply suspicious on date on on the down. Well, so you know, famously, star-crossed lovers is the Romeo and Juliet story, Correct. or or a Romeo and Juliet trope. I will say. Yeah. yeah. I feel like though this one. Didn't follow that formula. No. Formula? He, is that the word I want to use? Yeah. Because they didn't even meet. He he snuck in the corners and then and then he took her away and then she slipped off the piano and she's like, Oh, but I love you. I, I love you. Take me away. <laughs> it, I, I, I think I think that's the adult theme about it, because you get you have a mundane job, your life is sucky, and you want to get away from it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's how those two connect. They're two damaged people who are escapists. Oh, look at yeah. you connecting I'm, things. I'm, I'm, I'm very, I'm very connect. I connect things very quickly. Well, they also want. <laughs> they want. I don't know if they want to escape. They just want to try new things before, like they settle down into into the life into the life because i feel like that's what that ending means now that we're talking now that you mentioned that that i feel like that's the ending means where it's like they went on this crazy adventure they had they got their they got it out of their system and now they're going to work at the pickle factory until they die allegedly allegedly yeah who knows i there is no sequel or there might be i don't know as i know of i used to go to book to, to libraries looking for this book uh, so I don't. I definitely don't think that there's a uh, sequel. Like I said, it's not based off of a book. It's not based off of a book. And it was, as a child, who would occasionally spend hours in the library, I was convinced that this this would have been based on a book. I'm so sorry, child Jason. I know. Um, I know. He's well. He's he, the child Jason knows disappointment. Okay. <laughs> so did <laughs> Did you notice in this the piano changes color? Yeah, well, it gets hit by 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 paint and changes to to, to to yellow, right? Did it get hit by paint? Yeah. Where were you? I think I blinked because you must this have blinked. This movie th- thing <laughs> program, this TV program. program. This, is, this is an Emmy nominated short. I was just about to say that it was nominated for an outstanding animated program yeah. for the primetime Emmys. Yes, but I feel like if you blink you're gonna miss something important and apparently i did because it moves so rapid it does it does you only have a half an hour to tell the story i think if they i think they could have told the story in an hour and 45 minutes would have been a great a great um extension to to kind of dive into the the character the characters a bit more right because i mean well, okay, so you were on last for the worst witch. I keep, I'm just callbacking every episode. Oh, come on, on, bring it back. Bring it back, honey. This so, is our, uh, our moment. On that one, we talked about how everyone hates, ah, fuck, I forgot her name already. Charlotte Ray? No, no one hates Charlotte. No, Ray. no, no. Feruza Balk, the, whatever her character was. They all like hate on her and call her, you know, you're the worst. Or... Oh, the, 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 the witch, the worst witch, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, kill yourself, you're the worst. I mean, yeah. I feel like I've been getting, I got, yeah, I got, the same vibes but towards this main character pontiful Pock, because even the foreman at the pickle factory was like you're the worst fired granted pontiful Pock destroyed the factory also i want to know how he proved himself to bring to go back to the factory that was a big hole magical piano man I I will have to say though I appreciated the differentness of the songs. Like it didn't. Yeah. yeah. It you can t- so with with other operettas or the one that comes to mind is like Ape Toyland. I was gonna say Les Mis. Okay. Well, that's that's a that's is that, that would you call that an operetta? Uh. Okay. So we'll call it an opera. Yeah, Les Mis is closer to opera. I feel like that one they repeat it's they it's so long that they repeat songs and themes yeah. and everything yeah. and like you don't know when one song ends and the other one begins. Well, the like a, like a rhapsody. Yeah. Well, to like newcomers, 
we know because we know you and i are musical theater geeks we know all about you know form yeah but i like with this one though that it's like it ends maybe there's like a little dialogue and then a new song begins or if it's going from if it bleeds from one song to another you know when the shift happens this, yeah this would be an operetta for sure yeah joe reposo definitely played with form on this one 100%. and i have i you know i should look him up to see like what he wrote for sesame street uh I wonder, like i wonder if he wrote follow that bird uh, uh, have you done that as a as a podcast, by the way? I have not. Oh my god! I love Follow That Bird. Okay, so it just right. <laughs> so he wrote for Sesame Street and the Electric Company. Okay. Uh, it, according to Wikipedia, it says that he wrote the theme song to Sesame Street and Electric okay. Company, okay. as as well as uh, Three's Company. That makes uh, sense. The tracks. Uh, Curious George. Um, which, which one? Which one? The cartoon? The cartoon, yeah. So, so here's George, the curious little monkey. Why so curious? Let's uh, wait and see. He uh. wrote <laughs> he wrote incidental music for your good man Charlie Brown. Oh, that's um, interesting. The the revival or the or the original? T- the, uh I doesn't say because I it, it's not highlighted, but I okay. feel like it would be the movie. The original? The fi- the cartoon. Your good man, Charlie Brown. Your good man, Charlie Brown. There's you a cartoon. Didn't... Wait, is there a cartoon version of Your Good Man, Charlie Brown? You didn't know this? No. Jason, we may have to cover this. I I only know I only know the musical, Your Good Man, Charlie Brown, and I know Snoopy. Yeah, we're we're gonna have to. You and I are gonna have to cover this. Okay. All right. I'm adding it to our list. Okay. All right. Our ever growing <laughs> list. We're 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 gonna we're gonna just going on and on with <laughs> cartoons from our childhood uh but yeah and apparently he also wrote the <laughs> he also wrote for the live action slash animated musical fantasy film raggedy ann and andy a musical oh my Little- god oh my god are you kidding me i can sing every single song to this day i'm not kidding you i'm obsessed with that musical he you have it. no idea. The music was composed by Joe Raposo, yeah. I had no fucking idea. Yeah. That's actually have you done that? Have you have you covered that one? No. It's Jason. actually fucking amazing. Well, from what I remember. As a kid. <laughs> Jason, out of seventy kid. out of seventy ha- by the way, happy seventy fifth episode. <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> out of seventy five episodes. <laughs> I have not covered a lot of things. There's still a lot of treasures to fi- to yeah. lurk up. Yeah, that, that Raggedy Ann and Aunt Andy is is a really interesting uh, uh, piece of work. I I, I literally like you brought me like I literally can remember. I remember how I feel watching that uh, that that musical. He also wrote for the Great Muppet Caper. Oh, I mean that's classic. He he's got his hand on great things. Uh, yeah. The 1971 Fro- the Frog Prince TV movie, okay, um, right. which had which was another Muppet thing. I had to have seen it. I had. To uh, it it seems like he and Jim Henson and I guess other. Uh, wait, wait, Jim Henson was Sesame Street as well. Yes, correct. Yes, yes. yes. And then other children's television programs yeah. uh, got along very well. But I want to focus on for a hot second, McGillicuddy, the voice actor. Do you know who that is? Who? So they, his name is Hal Smith, famously voice actor for Winnie the Pooh. Oh, I knew it sounded familiar. And Owl as well. Yes. So he, uh, well, for the fil- the films, I, I can't see if he did... Um, I, was there a TV show like in the seventies of Winnie the Pooh? Yeah, or was it the all just live like... action? Well, well, well. Stop! Stop singing! Stop singing! Stop singing! <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> also, he was on a on a shit ton of episodes of Scooby Doo. Where are you? Wow! Um, Scooby Dooby Doo. That's it. 
Yep. I'm going to cut a lot of you singing out of this episode, Jason. Uh, but like, he, he looks like he had a very successful uh, voice acting career, but he also did a lot of like live action stuff too. Like, Interesting. Yeah. Uh, he was an actor. Like he was in films from 1946 to 1988. And that was like his was performance. He was born in 1916. Wow, 1916? Yeah. Wow, 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 wow. Wait, did I see? So, he, oh. Um, and then he, it looks like he was also a character actor in like a shit ton of TV shows from 1952 to 1986. He was also the voice of Philippe in Beauty and the Beast. Philippe? Who's Isn't that, that the horse? Is that the horse? The horse speaks in Beauty and the Beast? No, some Disney hires uh, voice actors to do the the sounds. Yeah, do you remember Alan Tudyk was uh, the voice of the chicken in Moana? I did not know that. Yes, he was. Yeah, that's actually kind of cool. And then he he has a very healthy. Hal Smith has a very healthy uh, voice acting career in animated television. Um, Interesting. Unfortunately, he passed away in 1994 at the age of 77. So, <gasps> oh, I got very excited because I thought he was right by where we live, but apparently there's another uh, cemetery of the same name in Santa Monica. Oh, well, that, that we we went walking to the cemetery. That was amazing. The one by us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were a lot of really good people in that cemetery. Yeah, surprisingly, Jason and I live close to each other, but we still record over Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> it's just easier for me that way. Well, wow, we're a, going. It's, it's a it's a day. It's our day off. We both work very hard. I'm do, we're doing we're doing a Broadway show and, and I'm doing an opera. So I'm we're both very tired. We're very busy, <laughs> and I don't think we're wearing pants while we're recording this. Oh, hold on, hold on. Actually, I, that's a really good point. I came in from outside. I'm gonna take my pants off because I can. <laughs> there you go. Wow. Wow, we're going all over the place. It <laughs> now I'm not wearing pants. <laughs> Jason, we did we lose our minds while talking? <laughs> We've worked very hard this week. It's been a long week, everyone. I mean, this is a thirty-minute move, like animated program. Yeah, there's only so much we could talk about before we start repeating ourselves, but. I am happy that you introduced it to me. You are welcome. You are welcome. Maybe I'll watch it again later. If I, it's still I, available on YouTube, because you never know. YouTube likes to bring stuff down. They do. But I, I don't think this will go down. This is an Emmy-nominated uh, <laughs> feature. Uh, so it should stay up for posterity's sake. Would you recommend this for everyone to watch? Yeah, I think I think it's, I think it is the tunes are catchy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the the message they were trying to convey is is applicable to everyone. I would say parents watch it. I would like watch it first to make sure you know how you feel about your uh, what exposing it to your kids. Because <laughs> I mean, Optic Coptic is a very adult song if you really think about like listen to the lyrics. Really, you think so? I thought it was. Cause she, I didn't realize you were a prude. Well, um, it's not so much prudish. It's more so like um, the language you... Well, yeah, I guess I'm prudish then. Because the way that she talks about... <laughs> is he a sultan? What is he? Yeah, some sort of sultan or something. Sultan or something? Yeah. Like, okay, so we... With the magical piano, Pontiff Pac goes around the world. I said globetrotting earlier, I believe. Yes. Yeah. So when we when we're in the Middle East and we meet Nifa Fifa, um, her song is talking about how she hates working for the Sultan. And I mean, it, I I was laughing. I love the song. I was laughing my ass off. But <laughs> I'm I'm a 33 year old man watching her children's cartoon. Uh, problem number one (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i mean the the i've i've really it's 
it, it's great. I'm gonna say, just watch everyone watch it. Like everyone watch it. It's really great, and it's on YouTube. It's thirty minutes. If, if you're an escapist, then um, you felt this at some point. Yeah, you know, if you if you're like, I want nostalgia, but I don't want to rewatch a Nicktoon or a Disney Channel movie for the seven thousandth time. Watch this. <laughs> I mean, I did. Uh, I, like I said, I didn't watch it as a kid, but it like tapped into my childhood because we all, everyone read Dr. Seuss. And I feel like yeah. I could make a bold, that bold of a statement because everyone knows the story of How Did the Grinch Stole Christmas. So in some way, shape or form, we're all exposed to Dr. Seuss, yeah. Seuss's work. He is part of our social consciousness. Right. So, I mean, it for 30 minutes, it I was, you know, I felt like a kid again for while watching it and granted that's why i questioned you know who is it for yeah, <laughs> yeah. who is the target audience uh is there anything else you want to talk about though before we go into sharp and play it no nothing nothing in particular great let's do it let's get into sharp it. And flat. boom sharp flat so 75 episodes in if you've been listening all this time you know the drill but if you're new to the podcast welcome in this section we're going to highlight moments whether we talked about it or not and if we liked it it's sharp and if we didn't like it i thought it could change it's flat jason what are your sharps i just love the the fairy singing pontiful pock where the heck are you it's a great tune it's it's a good hook but the um, fairies sections of it, not Nifa Fifa. Yeah, not not the cut, not the the cut sec- the other sections. Yeah, the actual, melodic ones. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I I I I really enjoyed um, the the fantasy of it all because we've all wanted to get away from it all and 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 there's there's an escapist in all of us. Sign me up for that magical piano. Right. Right. Um, although although I would like labels as to like like right by the buttons to well, know where I'm going. Oh. If you see if, if Pontiful was a was a homosexual, he would have a pea touch in his pocket, which I always do. So you as you go along or you touch the, the, the buttons. Or if he kept if Nifa FIFA didn't fall off the piano, you know for sure she would be like let me pull this tape out of my pocket or exactly out of, uh, out of thin air that I magically have. Exactly. She's and, wearing a lot of fabric. Right. She could have pockets. You never know. Yeah. Or it's, it's like under her headdress. Exactly. She's like, exactly. let me just tape and say, Amazon don't go. Cause you know, exactly. animals. Exactly. As much as I kind of shed on Optocoptic, I do love the song. It's, it's so a great funny. tune. It's a it's, great tune. So funny. I also really love that polar bear. <laughs> <laughs> well, we love all bears, uh, but this this polar bear, it, it was very special. It was a very slow approach that had no payoff whatsoever, but I loved it. Yeah. Because, you know, he show, the bear shows up. Uh, he goes to the Arctic. The bear shows up and is, like, slowly creeping up, and he's about to attack, but then Pontiful Park, like, goes to the Amazon or wherever. Um, and I do have to agree with you. I do love the swingy, jazzy side of Pontiff Pock, Where the heck are you? Great. Um, it's great, like it's it's what I think of when I, when you say the title. Yeah, and now that we're talking about it, the story seems so simple, and I kind of appreciate that as well. However, oh. on the flip side, I'm going to flat the time of the the length of the. Uh, it should have been longer. Program. Yep, it should have been longer because it felt like they crammed too many ideas they did. in thirty minutes. Because actually, I was thinking about this when I watched it that the 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 failures, the the piano failures, should have been should have happened three times, and we only got two. Because rule of threes, rule of thirds. Yeah, rule of thirds. So I I I, I I'm with you on that. I feel like we didn't have a moment to breathe, in a yeah. way. Yeah. So it was just like moving, 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 moving. And then all of a sudden it's the end. And you're like, what's the takeaway? Like, what am, 
Yeah, because the, the, Confu- I'm confused. I'm shivering. I'm I'm laying. I'm like curled up in the corner in a shower, not knowing what happened. Well, I need like, to know more about why you're doing that. But but, but go on. But <laughs> it just felt super fast, and part of me was like, if they were going to remake this, because that's the trend nowadays. Everything is remade. Everything is being remade. I feel I would like it to have a little more breathing room, like maybe explore more of the locations that he goes to. I don't know if that's or... the key. I think, I think getting away and, 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 and whatever, I think, I think it's the why and, and, and how does getting away, does getting away hurt you or help you? Well, is there an, there isn't an I want song in this, right? Um, really? Get me away from it all. That, that might, that's as close to I want as you get. But I feel like, we don't have a part of your world. I want full song. There's no time. There's no right. Time. I, I don't think, and I don't think Dr. Seuss stories are um, really lend themselves to that because there's no, I want song in how the Grinch stole Christmas. Yes, there is. What is it? Wait, there's no, I want song. There's an, I want dialogue though. Like I want monologue where he talks about his plan to just to, to destroy Christmas for the town of Whoville. Are we saying, okay. But like, I, well, but, okay. But the, the, the Grinch is also not the, the, the Grinch is also a very interesting protagonist. Because he's like a protagonist antagonist at the same yeah, time. Yeah, correct. Yeah. So that's he's an not anti-hero. Really, not really the best example. Right. So I feel like I just wanted a little bit more, maybe more backstory to Pontiful Pock. Like, okay. I just, I just needed a little more. Basically, I don't feel like I got enough information and I feel like it was too much information at the same time. (laughs) You mean that the house with with, that house was a wreck. If my family left left me in that house, I'd be heated. That house was a wreck, but but like it was all these other things like it just felt a little jarring to me because I was like, I know nowadays uh, we as a society what need things now rapid you know there's streaming there's uh rapid covid test rapid covid test we <laughs> order things online and it comes the next day or two days thanks to prime shipping and all that and if it Not doesn't we're, we're mad but i felt like this was too fast for me surprisingly i'm going to flat the fact that it's 30 minutes it should it should be minimum 45 well, I think that the flat that the last the resolution. I don't think that the resolution is is the story that we were really telling. I don't know if someone who wants to get away from it all would be happy, even with a girl in his old life, because he went back to his old life at the it, in the end. But he brought her with him. Yeah, and I don't know if that's the story that we were telling. Mm. If he was like, oh, I need a girl, or I need someone to share my life with, that's something else. But He's like, I just need to get the fuck away from this. And then he went, he got away from it, met a girl, and then went back to his life. And he's happy? That doesn't make sense to me. So in this magical remake that we're writing, mm-hmm. we're going to pad the time a little bit. Make and it an hour. Let's make it an hour. That's a an nice hour. So we, we get an I Want song from Pontiful? We get an I Want song from Pontiful, and then we'll change the ending to them on a beach somewhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe like like or, or them exploring the world for the rest of their lives. Yeah, we need, we need a we need a mom. You know what you know what this is missing. This is missing uh, uh, from the, from the save the cat point of view. Uh, it's missing a return of uh, of the villain, and there's really is no villain. There's no villain. Yeah, that that's also the thing too that I think yeah. was I think confused me because. We're supposed to root for Pontiful Pock, yeah. We're because spo- he's the hero protagonist, but I don't know why I'm supposed to root for him. Yeah, if if the Sultan were present somehow in the beginning, if he if this were a place that he visited once and then he had to get out and then he went somewhere else and they came back and he he came back for 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 op, for optic, uh, and um, what's her name? Her name is Noptic. What's her name? Nifa Fifa? Nifa Fifa, thank you. Uh, came back for her and then had to escape again. And then, then he had to escape the Sultan. That's, that is a good, you know, story. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he has nothing to escape from but himself. 
Or and that's this... also that, that's something too. If 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 he has self doubt, that's something that we can also explore as well. I'm 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 for that as well. I but feel we need like something for him to escape. Or, or maybe we make the fairies like the villain. Not all they seem. Ooh. So like, yes, they're there to help him, but like maybe they're like what genies really are, where they like twist a wish a little bit. Say this is what you wanted. This is what you asked for. Right, because when like they like the witch and into the woods. Because I don't really also understand why they want the piano back. It feels like because there seems to be a surplus of pianos. Yeah, and it didn't seem like they told him you have you have two days with this piano, and then you have to bring it back to us. Like maybe if that was the case, that would the titular song would make sense. Uh, it'll add a little more tension. Maybe maybe we make. The titular song, not so swingy, jazzy, but more of like the villain song. So in a minor key or something. Wonderful Park. That wasn't very minor. But that wasn't minor, but like you, you yeah. so you made it a little more haunting. I, I gave but... it a little blue. I gave it a little blue note in there. You know, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, would you add any of the songs to your life's playlist? The Pontiful Puck. Where the heck are you? Needs to be in there. Also, I love the pickle song. Pull on the Pullum? Yes. I just wrote Opticopta because that song is hilarious. It's great. I would have said Pontiful Pock, Where the Heck Are You? But that means I would also need to include the Nifa FIFA sections. Mm-hmm. So if I didn't have to include that, I would definitely add Pontiful Pock, Where the Heck Are You? Because <laughs> it's so it's so swingy, jazzy. It's kind of yeah. like Scooby-Doo moment, you know, where it, they're in a hallway of doors and they're running into different doors and everything. <laughs> That's what it felt like. I love you know, I love a montage. I love an 80s montage. It is one of my favorite things. Do we we never see her face, right? It Nifa no, Fifa. Only her, eyes. only her eyes. And what big eyes she has. Oh my. Oh, grandpa, grandma. Oh. Uh she was voiced by Sue Allen. I don't know who that is, but I don't know who that is either. Good for her. And Joe Repo- and I'm seeing here Joe Raposo, our composer, voiced Gil Gickler, who I believe is the pickle guy. Pickle guy, yeah. yeah that makes sense. Yeah, because he's credited for singing "Pull on the Pullum," and on that note, no pun intended, but kind of. <sighs> I say that all the time, and I just realized that I'm I'm putty. Uh, <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> We're done with the episode. <laughs> Unless there's anything else you want to therapize about. Pontiple no, Pock, I'm, where the heck I, I are think, you? I think we hit, we hit what we need to hit. Yeah. Jason, what do you have to plug or promote? Oh, my God. So when is this airing? I, I, I'm i doing an opera right now. Next uh, week it's airing. It's Next week? Oh, my God. Yeah. So if you're if you are in New York City uh, between, between now and December 12th, I am uh, appearing in Porgy and Bess at the Metropolitan Opera. <gasps> Come and see me. Meet me at the stage door. If you say hello, shoot me a text on Instagram and tell me I'm pretty. Of course, that's all he needs. <laughs> if you can't, though, get to New York to see Jason, you can see him on the uh, HD, uh, the film Actually, version. I'm not in the in the film. <gasps> version. Yeah, you weren't there that day. You, no, here's the thing. I was a cover originally. I was a cover. Uh, I was backstage. I was backstage having sitting next to Audrey McDonald during that broadcast. By the way, um, but I was, I was. Ca- he um, casually says that. Casually. <laughs> no, but I was not in the cast last time. Now I am actually on stage, so you can actually see me on stage. Congratulations! Ew. And we've we've done Porky and Bess on on the podcast, so people should know this story. Yes, yes. But yes. who's uh who's Porky and who's Bess? nowadays uh porgy is eric owens and and bess is angel blue and i believe liz uh elizabeth llewellyn i, I don't know if that's if it's llewellyn uh is has one performance in there i'm not i'm not sure when Ooh. uh that but she but she is also best for for one performance so that will be exciting she's a wonderful british singer and she is hilarious i'm just gonna i'm just gonna add that uh and she has she's a very different bess uh and she's great 
And seriously, y'all, I know we cut, like I said, we covered it on the podcast, but the movie doesn't do the stage version justice by any means. Yeah. It is beautiful. Plus support life theater. I'm going to promote that even though I have plugs of my own, but support life theater, you know, Broadway is back or almost fully back. What are we like? 60% of the shows are 80%. 80% of the shows are back. Most of the are pretty full. I can't think. No, I mean, I meant, I meant the shows that are back. We're like. 60 80 percent oh yeah because we're waiting for at this present we're, we're waiting for company uh-huh and then the um the music man needs to open oh the music man that doesn't that's until later right um other than that yeah mostly open i say close to 70 80 percent yeah so come support life theater or go to your local theater if yes. you're open please support them support your local theater in any way you can right or is the 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 small community theaters they need you so much and if you want to shout out or if you want to help us with this reimagining of Pontiful Park, you can email me at buttersongpod at gmail.com. I'm also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at buttersongpod. And it's funny that we talked about the music man, because guess what? That's the next episode, everyone. Hi! Which one are you doing? The Matthew Broderick the, the, 2000. Oh, the Chris Chenoweth version. Yes. Uh, I was talking about this morning uh, in my in my workout. They brought up the Shirley Jones version, which I which I is that the original? Almost, no. Yeah, that's the original. That that's the one I've seen before. And okay. then my guest for uh, Music Man was like, "We're gonna watch this one," and I went, "Okay." <laughs> yeah, I, I I remember it being on the Wonderful World of Disney. So. You can find it online. I uh, I don't remember how I watched it, but that's the next episode, and um, that's it. I guess I don't have anything else. Is there anything else though you want to say as like a last minute message to people? Five minutes, craft telling I'm pretty. There we go. Thank you for <laughs> thank you for saying that. It's your catchphrase <laughs> at this point. So Jason, I found a magical piano from a fairy. So where do you want to go? Ooh, I, I, I could go for a, a trip to Morocco. Let's go to Morocco, everyone. To Morocco, yeah. Okay, bye for now, everyone. Bye! Special thanks to Justin Johnson for creating the podcast's artwork and to Nick Bombasino for composing the theme song and the jingles in this podcast. And thank you to CastBox for hosting this podcast. Bye again, everyone, and have a musical day. We're off on a piano. <laughs> bum, bum, ba-dum, bum, bum.